This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Fowler, and today we're going to talk about early voting and long lines. In-person early voting began in Georgia Monday, and it seemed like it was deja vu for voters. Long lines, problems with voting equipment, and a sinking feeling that the issues that plagued June's primary were doomed to be repeated. Tired but determined, Georgia voters waited in long lines again today to make sure their voices and votes are counted. The Secretary of State's office, Brad Raffensperger, says day one of early voting saw record turnouts, but that does not appear to have deterred very many. Voters lined up in droves across the state, from the mountains to the coast, Lawrenceville to Valdosta, to participate on the first day of early voting, and some waited up to eight hours to do it. At the end of the day, officials announced a record-setting turnout with the big lines and dozens of counties closed with no voting because of the holiday. So why were there long waits, will it get better, and what does this mean for Election Day? On Monday, October 12th, polls opened in more than 120 counties and Georgians were there waiting. Hey, I'm John Glover. I got a birthday coming up and I'll be 72 this month. I have voted every election and I never had standing in line this long, but it's worth the while. I'm, re- I'm prepared to stand eight hours if I have to. In big metropolitan counties, there were lines, but also in smaller places, too. Here in Georgia, people cast their ballots during early voting more than absentee or election day, thanks in part to a law that requires three weeks of early voting, including a mandatory Saturday. And this election has a lot of people fired up to make their voice heard. Fulton County, home to 11% of the state's active voters, opened up more than 30 sites this time, including three locations with more than 50 machines to accommodate a crush of voters. The crown jewel is State Farm Arena, dormant thanks to an NBA season played in Orlando and repurposed to serve as the state's largest ever voting location. 60 check-in stations and 300 voting machines were lined up and ready to go. Queues were set up to snake past empty concession booths. The nearby MARTA station was reopened for business. And then, when I arrived to watch the process and talk with voters after they got their special basketball peach I voted sticker, there was a problem. Nobody was voting. We are told that it was a glitch with the polling pads, which is uh, how voters check in. The system was down for about 30 to 45 minutes. Rick Barron, the Fulton County Elections Director, said they don't know what caused uh, the system to mess up, but said it was an issue with the database. Shortly after polls opened, the poll pads used to create voter access cards that pull up the correct ballot on the voting machine stopped working because of an issue with the databases. Lines stretched through the arena, out the doors, and back to the big red CNN center sign that was graffitied during protests earlier this summer. Fulton Elections Director Rick Barron, joined by Hawk CEO Steve Coonan and Fulton Commission Chairman Rob Pitts, outlined the problem and their swift solution. I don't know the cause of it yet. There's something with the, the database on, on the poll pads that was here. We worked with No Ink this morning, who makes the poll pads. We had, in, in um, I guess, in advance of this election, we had purchased some cradle points from them. 
just in case we had any issues, and that's why we were able, once we troubleshot it, made, figured out what the issue was, we were able to use those cradle points and get all 60 full pads reset quickly to get the voters through the lines. Sure enough, during the 10-minute question and answer session, dozens of voters began trickling behind them through the check-in process and onto the arena floor. That long wait was artificial, but even then, voters there weren't perturbed. Adrienne Crowley, a teacher who lives in Atlanta, waited nearly 90 minutes. Um, it, it was a little frustrating just not knowing what was going on, but once it started moving, it was okay. And overall, how do you feel about the experience? I, I think this was a wonderful idea. I'm really glad that they did this here at State Farm Arena. And um, I think the people are trying to be as nice as they possibly could be. So. Crowley said she felt that people would underestimate how many Georgians were ready on the first day of early voting and that the state's electorate had just been waiting to vote. Did you expect to wait this long? No, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect to wait this long, but... Um, you know, my grandfather was from Georgia. I would have waited all day if I had to, just from the experiences that he used to have, so. Not being able to go. Right. Elsewhere in Fulton, wait times nudged longer and longer at sites like the C.T. Martin Auditorium, the Georgia International Convention Center, and Chastain Park. My wife and a friend waited three hours at the High Museum of Art and got a custom high-voted sticker for their troubles. Around the metro Atlanta area, things seemed more dire. Online wait time trackers in Cobb and Gwinnett counties showed it would take more than five or six hours in some locations to get through the socially distanced lines, even with a record number of sites open. One Marietta voter detailed a nearly 11-hour ordeal on Twitter. A video from a reporter showing a long line in Sewanee had been viewed nearly 9 million times. Reaction was swift, and condemnation poured in from people across the country who wondered how it was possible for lines to be that long and elections officials still be employed. Voters in the heart of Atlanta waited for more than four and five hours before they could vote today. In all, the state reported more than 128,000 people. Eventually, the final total topped 131,000, voted in about 125 counties, one of the highest ever totals for in-person early voting. But a sample point of one day was not enough to show whether it was voter enthusiasm that led to long lines, the typical high point of the start of early voting, or the holiday with people off work, or something else. So Tuesday rolled around. People in a neighboring county, they started lining up at 4 a.m. to make sure they had a chance to do what they really waited all year to do, which is vote. So I got up about 5.15 this morning, uh, got me a cup of coffee, I came out here, the line was progressively getting longer. Every county had early voting available. Hundreds were still waiting before polls even opened, and still, somehow, things were taking longer. More Georgians shared their stories of longer waits, like Mark Hill, who voted the previous day in Savannah. And, uh, and the, the line was forming rapidly be, behind us, and it went all the way down uh, to the other side of the building. It was at, at 7.15. Yeah, there were people already in line when we got there. And they, I don't know how long some of those people had been in. You know, but, but it was like the parking lot was filling. <laughs> and, and we were like, well, this is fun. 
this is good. You know, this, this is really good. And, you know, in our minds, we thought, okay, 10 o'clock, maybe 11 o'clock. Um, but it, it took us, we left there uh, at about 2.20 is when we were finished. Wait times were long again, and turnout was still high, but reports were trickling in of painfully slow check-in times, some as little as 10 voters per hour. Some of that time was spent dealing with voters who requested a vote-by-mail ballot but decided not to use them. People have been canceling their absentee ballots to show up to vote in person because they don't trust the mail-in process here in Georgia. More than 1.6 million people applied to vote by mail in this presidential election, and more than 540,000 ballots have been returned. A record-setting turnout to match the record in-person interest. More on why that's important in just a second. Georgia's not the only state seeing elevated interest in this election. Voters are energized to participate in this contest, with Democrats trying to take back the White House and control of the U.S. Senate. Georgia is a key player, as polls show a tight race between President Trump and Joe Biden, and it has both Senate seats on the ballot and within the margin of error for a toss-up. So if there's record early voting turnout and record lines, what is the holdup? As it turns out, the problem was something familiar to anyone who's driven around Atlanta during the day. Traffic. Damn, this traffic jam. How I hate to be late, it hurts my motor to go so slow. Damn, this traffic jam. Time I get home, my supper will be cold. Damn, this traffic jam. Wednesday morning, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger made an announcement. Yes, we have seen some lines in some counties. Those with lines are adding equipment to deal with those issues. The overwhelming turnout, again, nearly a quarter million voters in two days, has slowed down processing for some voters. We are working with those counties and our vendor to address those holdups. But we can all agree, we are in a situation of having good issues. As it turns out, a record number of county workers were checking people in at early voting sites using the state's voter registration system. At the same time, a record number of county workers were processing absentee ballots using the state's voter registration system. Georgia officials say they plan for increased turnout and usage, but ultimately the bandwidth for that system was not enough to keep up. The amount of information that's just flowing, uh, it's like everyone jumping on uh, 285 in the morning, and sometimes you have to stagger out the rush hour. We had people show up, as you saw uh, on Monday, everyone, if you look, space that over the 12-hour day, uh, 128,000 people is quite manageable. Whenever someone shows up at 7 o'clock, it's just a high capacity. Later that afternoon, the voter registration vendor said they made a fix to add more capacity to the system, and some lines in big counties seemed to be shorter. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. And I know, I know. Speaking of high capacity, elections officials say that one thing you can do to help out is not show up hours before polls officially open up. With limited voting machines and social distancing in effect, there are only so many people that can be processed in an hour, even without a technology slowdown. Big pre-dawn lines just make it take longer to clear out those backups and get people through. 
As of Friday, more than 541,000 people have voted in person this week, more than a million total voters, and there's no signs of slowing down. Fulton, Cobb, and Gwinnett counties have line trackers for you to see what locations have smaller waits, and if you're in Fulton, if you go to State Farm Arena, officials say you will be in and out before you know it. If you plan on voting early, do so before the final few days when the record crowds are expected to get even larger. Early voting locations and times can be found by contacting your county elections office, and we'll have a link to it on our website. If you are one of the million or so people that have requested an absentee ballot and not yet returned it, that includes me, by the way, I'm doing it this weekend, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says please do so as soon as possible to keep lines down for early voting and on Election Day. I'm Stephen Fowler. This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. You can subscribe to our show at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our intern is Eva Rothenberg. The show is mixed by Jesse Neiswanger. And the director of podcasting is Sean Powers. Special thanks to GPB reporters Grant Blankenship and Emily Jones for talking to some of the voters you heard today. Thanks for listening.